Hail you nostalgic happy task force couples. Welcome to 9021 Here We Go, the podcast that takes a look at each episode of the Beverly Hills 90210 franchise from Fox to the CW. One of us is a 9021 expert and the other is a 9021 novice. I've seen every episode of The Office. Does that count for no. the show? No, no, it's not. Okay, I don't even well know then, why you're bringing it up. All right, well then I'm the novice okay. and I'm seeing these episodes for the first time and my name is Kendra Mickles. Hello. I've just Hi. to be clear, I've also seen every episode of The Office. So, but as many times as me. No one has seen it as many times as you, Kendra. I think you know that. <laughs> but I've also seen the British Office in its entirety. So, that's true. That's true. You know. All right. And who are you? Didn't I say I'm I'm Nick Gunning and I've oh well I am Nick Gunning and I've seen them all, both of The Office and of 90210, which is the topic at hand. <laughs> you can find more about this show and others like it at our network's website, radiomeanwhile.com. Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Twitter at Here We Go Pod. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. Today, we're discussing season four, episode 23 A Boy is a Pig is a Dog, which I don't get. I think it's actually A Pig is a Boy is a Dog. I think I wrote it wrong. Did you? Yeah, well, I think we got we got to figure this out in real time. <laughs> in real time, Kendra, this is happening. Look it up. Look it up. I'm trying. Look it up faster. So you know about my internet, Kendra, please. A pig is a boy is a dog. <laughs> Isn't that what I said? Oh, no, you're right. No, you're right. I wrote here, a boy is a pig is a okay, dog. Okay, well, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> Today we're discussing season four, episode 23, a pig is a boy is a dog. <laughs> Such a dumb, just can't get through it. dumb title. Do you know what it means? I'm taking this to Twitter because the last time we were confused about a title, Twitter straightened us right out. So I'm sure it's an allusion to something, but Probably. I did not yeah. look it well, up. Well, listen, it's if you're... not like in the IMDb trivia. Here so. we go, Pod on Twitter. Please tell us what this title means because I don't want to. I don't want to research Somebody it. Knows. I want someone to just tell me. <laughs> All right. Well, let's crack open the condor. Condor is committed to professional standards, professional ethics. The weak need not apply. The meticulously researched Condor. Yes. This, this episode originally aired on March 2nd of 1994. Uh, the world was graced with uh, the presence of Justin Bieber oh. on March, March 1st of 1994. So this was back when he was just a baby, baby, baby. <laughs> Right. Very good. Thank you. Very good. Thank you. He is not that much younger than me. No. That kind of makes me. No. Sad. You could. You could have gone to prom with the Biebs. Yeah. Well. Yeah. What are you gonna do? I don't know. Uh, one death to mention on March fourth, John Candy mm. passed away. Yes, I do remember comedian. this. Yeah. Movies. Uh, I don't know any of these. I feel like that is the story all the time. Whenever I talk about movies on this. <laughs> podcast but on march 4th we got three so tell me if you know them okay angie nope starring gina davis Mm -mm. and james gandolfini no uh the chase starring (laughs) charlie sheen and christy Christy swanson Swanson. yes i do know this one this is where charlie sheen like sort of kidnaps christy swanson so he's like Mm. he's like running away the whole movie is just in the car running away and they have a whole experience kendra some stuff happens while he's driving that car at top speed is all i'm gonna tell you about the chase sexual things is it like that movie sexual we saw ab- <laughs> is it like that abduction <laughs> movie we saw with taylor taylor lautner no it's different remember how we saw that in theaters i did i thought it would be funny and it wasn't it wasn't i mean i thought it would be funny because it was dumb but it was just dumb no a and lesson no one was abducted a lesson that the retired podcast three nice things taught me very well <laughs> Uh, last movie to mention is a comedy with starring many, many people, but yeah. three three names of note. Uh, Michael J. Fox, Kirk Douglas, and Phil Hartman star in Greedy. I have no I have no defense of myself for having not seen this movie because I love Michael J. Fox, I love Kirk Douglas, and I love Phil Hartman. I don't I put it on here because I was like, well, maybe Nick has seen it because Michael J. Fox. I was very thoughtful of you and I have let you down. And I know that. <laughs> Uh, TV-wise, we got one new show on March 5th, Weird Science. Oh, okay. Which I've, I've never seen. I've seen I've the movie. I've seen the movie. <laughs> haven't seen the show. Uh, the Grammy Awards happened. So Record of the Year went to I Will Always Love You by Whitney of Houston. Of course. Album of the Year went to The Bodyguard. Yep. Makes sense. Song of the Year, A Whole New World. It's a good song. It's yeah, a good it song. It is. It is. No denying that. Best New Artist went to Tony Braxton. Okay. Otherwise... 
I was I was looking this up and I always click images when yeah. I put in the the month and Shannon Doherty was on the cover of Playboy. Oh. Which seems weird to me. Since that she's is weird. Like a teenager in the show. Yeah. I think she's an adult now. We're in the college years. I guess. Yeah, you're right. No, it's still it's still weird. You're right. It's an interesting picture too, because she's like sitting kind of cross legged with a dove on each knee. Huh. Like a real dove. Okay. On each of her knees. I don't remember that. Obviously, I was eleven, but I do remember <laughs> a, a pretty famous Rolling Stone cover around that time that had like the nine hundred two and cast on it. I remember seeing that in the store, being like, "Hey, <laughs> that's all." So, Nick, take us beyond the zip code. I would love to. Kendra, in 2021, Nicholas Pryor, who we've recently met in the role of Chancellor Arnold, recurred on The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a series set in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. In the series, he portrays Osnick, the loyal butler of Daniel Bruhl's Baron Zemo. Huh. That, you know, when yeah. we watched that episode, I commented on that guy. And I was so like, funny. that guy is so funny. He's, he's so, so funny. Yeah, because he's like, he's, I mean, obviously very old now because this is like, you know, a long time yeah. since this. But yeah, he's just this loyal, like, so good to have you back. Very funny. I was like, Chancellor Arnold. So perfect timing. <laughs> How did I not? I, well, I, I guess I don't think I had seen the Chancellor yeah. when I watched yeah. that episode. So we had Emma Caulfield in WandaVision. And here we've got Chancellor Arnold in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So maybe if we play our cards right, we'll get like Ian Zeering. Maybe. In the show. Maybe. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Ian Zeering has already played Harry Osborn. As we discussed. And he's played Blue Devil in live action over in the DC world. So he's got some superhero credits, definitely. All right. Well, let's look at the synopsis for our episode this week. Okay. Which is, as we've said before, a pig is a boy is a dog. Something like Uh, that. Our our synopsis is Donna's dog, Rocky, isn't doing so well after the testing procedures he endured in the lab, spurring Brenda to action. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, Brenda. Elsewhere, Kelly throws a disastrous dinner party at Dylan's with Brandon and Lucinda. Soon, everything is out in the open and everyone's relationships are strained. I'll say. Mm-hmm. All right, Nick, who's living in Beverly Hills? This episode was directed by Daniel Adius and written by Richard Golens and Larry Mullen. Uh, we have some of our regular recurring players coming back. Mark Damon Espinosa as Jesse. Again, just having just for some, a second. just having some minor dad dialogue yep. talking about baby names. Yep. Uh, Joshua Beckett is back as Josh Richland, news hound. He's a news hound. He never guy. is not on. As we're watching this, I'm like, don't you have other like work nope. Nope, to do? This is it. Like, aren't there other it. stories? Like, who is asking for this hard hitting expose on Brandon Walsh? I just don't I think get he's it, but... he's on a. What's it's it personal. called? A, it's personal. Yeah, but what's the word I'm looking for when you're like on a mission? Like a vendetta? Yes, vendetta. Okay. All right. Personal yeah. vendetta. He's got an axe to grind. We have Dinah Meyer as Lucinda Nicholson. We have some final appearances here. This is the last we'll be seeing of Dan Spector as Alan. The last we'll be seeing of Lawrence Monison as John Farino. And uh, Victoria Fisher is making her second of two appearances. I don't think we talked about her last week, but she is uh, the third member of the little trio of activists here in the role of Janet Cherno. Interesting to note here that she, around this time in 94, 94 is when the uh, Melrose Place spinoff Models Inc. started. Models Ah. Inc. also heavily featured Jake Hansen, like setting up that show. So like at this point, Jake Hansen is like the central (laughs) character of the 90210 franchise, it feels like. But um, (laughs) so Models Inc. is getting off the ground right now. So they must have been using some similar casting pools because Victoria Fisher recurred on, on Models Inc. as well in a different character, not the same character, but. Oh, bummer. I know. Uh, new recurring players include Paul Lieber as just activist, I guess. I mean, it's a pretty activist. prominent role, but they'd never say a name. And when you look it up on uh, IMDb or whatever, it just says activist. So, you know, he's uh, he's a man well, of mystery. Well, let's get down to, like, who he yeah. is. Yeah, that's the base of, of what and who he is. Absolutely. <laughs> this is the first of two times we'll be seeing this unnamed Silver Fox activist. Uh, <laughs> many credits, though, including roles on Dallas, Murder, She Wrote. And you know I love me some Jessica Fletcher, Kendra. You know that, yes, right? Yes, I do okay. know that. The X-Files, Alias, and Monk. We also are meeting Terry Austin. This is her first of two appearances as Ingrid. She's best known for her role as Jill Bennett in Knott's Landing. Do you know who else was a regular in Knott's Landing, Kendra? I've said it so many times. This is a real I'm test sh- of your knowledge. I'm sure you have, but... Brian I... Austin Green. Little baby oh. Brian Austin Green, pre 90210 was a regular on Knott's Landing. <laughs> 
Terry Austin also appeared uh, in shows like Cop Rock, Seinfeld, Matlock, Murder, She Wrote. You know I love me some Jessica Fletcher. No. Yes. All right. Uh, she also played a recurring role on Models, Inc., different character. She was Dinah on Models, Inc., but, you know, here they're just like, who do we have around the uh, Beverly Hills 90210 franchise lot? And they're just... <laughs> You know, so good for them. Throwing hey, the work you, around. come over here and be in the show now. Yes. Uh, we also have Henry Marshall uh, as an FBI agent. And I bring this up because last week we were talking about Star Trek Generations. And he also appeared as a security guard in Star Trek Generations, as well as a guest spot in Silk Stockings and other things. He looked familiar to me, but he's only been, he was only in like nine things. Not much. And yeah, so yeah. I, he must just look like someone. One of those faces. I knew. Yep. Uh, I have one little tidbit from IMDb this week, okay. not a music one. Um, and you'll have to confirm this. I risked the FBI flagging my computer for, uh, <laughs> for suspicious searchings. Okay. But IMDb says that it's a myth that if you ask an undercover officer, if they're in law enforcement, that they have to tell you. I, I mean, I cannot confirm that, but I've I've long suspected that because otherwise, I just feel like if you're running a criminal enterprise, every time somebody walks in the door, you just be like, hey, nice to meet you. Are you a cop? Okay, <laughs> fine. No, I didn't think so. Anyway, help yourself here to some cocaine. What, what I saw was, uh, when I looked it up, was they said, like, if they are working, okay. they kind of have to identify, but if they're undercover, they don't have huh. to which make which would make sense like yeah. why it would be pointless to go undercover if you yeah. just had to tell yeah. but i've heard that in so many shows like making that joke like are you a cop you have, you to, have tell to me tell me yeah so, i don't know i don't know where that came from no but... my understanding is they can just lie and lie and lie and lie and lie yeah so I mean, we'll get be... we'll get to why that little fact is important if you haven't yes. watched the actual episode we will get but, to uh, that fact kendra keep that in mind yeah put that in your back pocket all right, are we ready to dig in? I was born ready. All right, here we go. We start with Donna and David. They are on a jog uh, through campus, and yeah. Rocky Rocky's following them. They don't have him on a leash. <laughs> I know, like, very trusting. <laughs> he's just following behind them. Very trusting of this dog that they've had for 15 minutes? What, yeah. a day, two days? Yeah. Remember, well the story of when we first got our dog scooter who was a rescue mm -hmm. and uh my mom just was like i'm gonna let him out and uh he he yeah. was gone gone <laughs> i had to chase him gone around the, the neighborhood wind. with no no yeah. shoes on yeah because i had been sitting by the pool and i just like took off i didn't have my phone didn't have shoes mm -hmm. chased him through people's yards wow it was awful. Uh, that sounds like shenanigans to me i yeah, would classify was... that as truly shenanigans. shenanigans um okay so they're they're running and rocky's kind of he's lagging behind yeah not and looking good he's he's uh he's going pretty slow so they're a little worried about him and then they mentioned that uh donna and brenda are gonna go to the animal rights meeting yeah because there's gonna be a rally so right going to this, this is sort there. of yeah like a more like an info session they're not they're not going out there yet not rallying just yet. yes right just meeting at the walsh house Brenda's doing, I don't know, Brandon walks in and he's like, oh, what's this collar, a new fashion statement? And mm -hmm. she's like, it's for the dog. And then they proceed to do like a bunch of dog puns. Yeah. That I did not write down. Really zinging, were. really zinging there. Yeah. <laughs> Just like one dog pun after mm -hmm. the other. Brenda is like, so have you been out with Kelly? She's trying to guess who mm -hmm. he's dating. She knows something's up. Yeah. And he is not letting on. Mm -hmm. but he says, no, it's not Kelly. But then he does given yeah tells well brenda, Bre brenda kind of susses it out because she says yes because you went with kelly you left your new cologne and you wouldn't have left your new cologne if it was your mystery girl and he's like ah Quite very very jessica fletcher of her <laughs> would you would you say kendra <laughs> i would okay i would say that all right all right you know nick i've only read one murder she wrote and i kind of hated it that so was I feel such like a bad need... book kendra okay. well you need that's... to give me a different one then okay because i, will. I really disliked the one that, that was we read. that was like a, that was set in Na nashville noir i think it was called nashville noir that we read like that, yeah. for a book club yes and it was it was i didn't want to do one that i'd already read but that would have been <laughs> the safe bet because i could have chosen yeah. a good one instead i just went for anyone out there and it was very bad so <laughs> that's on me uh okay so brandon admits to brenda that he is seeing lucinda mm -hmm. and he's like 
you know, but you yeah. need to yeah. not tell anyone. Just forget that I told you. And Brenda's like, I wrote you, this down. You and Lucinda, that is so hot. I, yeah. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I just can't think about it. Think about if your brother was like, this is who I'm dating. Would you ever be like, that is so hot? I would not. You wouldn't nope. know circumstances? Nope. Okay. I no. might think the person that my brother is dating is a good looking person, but uh -huh. I would not say that okay. the two of them well, together is okay. hot. Now it feels like you're hedging, but okay. <laughs> uh, the only other thing that I felt was noteworthy in this scene was that Brandon is like, don't you have any ex fiancés to harass? Oh yeah. So I always love a little bit of continuity. It was nice to be reminded that Stuart did come back for a minute. It was like the snap That's a moment. in the, in the world of Marvel, you know, yeah. Stuart just yeah. appeared again and it was a yeah. problem because he'd yeah. been gone for so long, but <laughs> um. So Brandon is off. He's meeting Steve for golf. Mm -hmm. Cool. At the student union on campus, Dylan is, sorry, I forgot what, what, why I wrote this. <laughs> sleep Dylan is a wheel is, for a minute there. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan is reading the paper and there's a picture of Brandon and Kelly and it says happy task force couple. I don't know why everyone is so interested. I know. In these two. I don't know either. That's the other thing, too, because the picture that they showed was really funny because it's just like a, a white background. It could not be more of a stage picture than it was, yeah. you know. And Kelly was like, that was taken out of square dance, you know. Yeah. It, it clearly wasn't. But yeah. Why is this news? I don't understand. And like, if it I is news, know. them just making out in the in the student union is sort of like. Well, that was the other thing I doing? thought during this scene. Yeah. Like. What is the, what's the thing? Are they trying to I convince everyone that she and Brandon are dating? Because if so, not doing a good job of that. But then Josh walks up to them, or no, she's like kissing Dylan. Mm -hmm. And then she walks away and Josh follows her. Yeah. And is like, oh, I thought you and Brandon were a thing. You were so cuddly last mm -hmm. weekend. And she like tells him off. Yeah, but she's uh, like, tells no, we're him just to friends. Call, call Dr. Kaborkian is yeah. Is, <laughs> that's a very that's call. a very dated reference right there, but yeah, yeah would have really would have really landed in the night. <laughs> I skipped over. Also, they kind of have a little argument because Dylan is like, he's he's not funding Lucinda's film. No, he's he's over it. He's no. passed, and she's kind of upset about that. She thinks that he is intimidated by Lucinda, and that's yeah. why he doesn't want to fund the film. Anymore. I don't see any reason for Dylan to keep that she came out to him a secret. Yeah. Like none. Because Dylan doesn't know anything about Brandon, so it's not a complicated thing. You know, I just I guess she is she is Kelly's I guess Kelly looks up to her, so maybe that's why he doesn't, but I just feel like it's weird to let Kelly just think that he's being yeah. a jerk rather than just being like, you know, she made a pass at me and it was weird and uncomfortable and I just don't want to be a part of this. You know, it's strange to me that he doesn't do that. Yeah. Well, Kelly comes up with this idea that they should have dinner at Dylan's house and talk about it some yeah. more. She's and so pushy with this. She's very pushy. But I did, I felt like, like at first I was like, it's so stupid. Why would he relent? But she says the thing about like, this is someone I respect and I don't want her to think we're just dumb kids. And I, I understand why he gives in. But again, I really feel like a lot of problems could have been solved by him just telling Kelly what happened. Do you think she's pushing so hard now because she is trying to help Brandon? Because Brandon needs the film funded so that he and Lucinda can date openly. I really don't know. I don't think so. I think it's just that she looks up to Lucinda and kind of wants to be the one to make this happen. That, that was my read on it, but possible. Yeah, possible. that was it too. That was it too. They're, they haven't, like, she, she's getting Brandon in on it, so she yeah. must know that he wants it to happen, too. I well, know. I think part of the reason why she's bringing Brandon in, though, is because Dylan is clearly jealous of what's going on with Brandon, yeah. and she doesn't want to keep that secret from Dylan anymore, which I get. Yep. All right, then we have this random golf scene. I don't know if we're going to come back to this father-son golf tournament that Steve I, is talking about. I do think we're going to, yeah. I okay. think that's an investment down the road. Okay, because uh, it seems so random in this mm -hmm. episode, but uh, Steve and Brandon are just, uh, what do you call it? When you just stand there and you... I like a driving range. Driving range. Thank you. Yeah. I, I agree with you that it's random. It doesn't really accomplish much, but I'll take a Steve scene. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah. I'm like, yeah, bring it. Steve Steve was all goof in, yeah. this, in this episode. <laughs> his, uh, starting with his golf outfit, yeah. which really made me laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, they're just talking about this father-son golf tournament that he's going to be in with his dad. 
and then he steve also mentions that people are talking about brandon and kelly yeah what their relationship is Mm -hmm. that's all for that scene right did i miss pretty much yeah it's funny it's funny to me though because steve seems kind of here for it if if uh if brandon and kelly are going to be a thing i think steve is just a pot stirrer i think he's there to grab the spoon (laughs) and stir things around if he can (laughs) maybe yeah why would he wish hurt on Dylan? Why would he? Dylan are friends. Yeah. All right. At the animal rights meeting, they're talking about the history of testing on animals Mm -hmm. and they're passed around different articles and stuff. And they're saying they need a big turnout for this rally so that the vote will go through. Right. Alan is the one in charge, right? Yes. Yep. One of the main guys. Mm -hmm. He asks Brenda about Rocky and how he's doing and they say he's doing well. And then Brenda's like, I'd march in his army any day. Yeah. So I guess she likes him. Apparently, yeah. And it's sort of like, I don't really, I don't fully understand still why the whole Brenda had the whole thing about admitting to Dylan that she's still in love with him. Yeah. It was just so... It was really strange. And that's not just that she has feelings for him or that she was feeling sort of nostalgic, but like can't move on with her life because she's so in love with him. It to me still just kind of resonates in this weird like, what? Why? Yeah. It was was weird. Okay. At the Walsh house, Brandon is talking with Jim and Cindy about the task force and about Kelly and they're kind of, you know, asking him about him and Kelly. Yeah. Brenda walks in and is like, oh, I can't eat meat after the meeting I just went to Mm -hmm. and talks about how we have no right to impose our will on another species. And Brandon's like, your boots aren't exactly made out of broccoli. They're Bren. (laughs) Pretty good. It's a pretty good line. (laughs) And uh, as she walks away, I like Jim's line. He's like, why can't she do anything halfway? (laughs) (laughs) That's good. That's a good question, Jim. Kelly comes over to see Brandon, uh, which makes Jim and Cindy give each other, give everybody, everyone like gives each other a look. But she has come to ask Brandon to come to dinner with Dylan and Lucinda, which Brandon is kind of like, I don't want people, I don't need more people knowing. I think this is the wrong time to be. He's suddenly telling everyone as Josh is writing this expose. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not going to go well. No. But Kelly's like, I really think Dylan is getting weird about me and you. I think if if he sees that you have a girlfriend, then it'll, you know, he'll be okay. It's weird to me. Maybe he'll fund the film. I don't know. I guess, like, I guess if Kelly is going to essentially be Brandon's beard, like, he does have to kind of come clean with her. Beyond that, though, I mean, it does seem like he should have some sort of conversation with Lucinda before we're just, like, telling everyone. You know, like, I think she's sort of rightfully mad when she eventually is. It's just a weird... Yeah, I don't really understand why now's the time. Yeah. At Kelly Donna David's, for Rocky, he won't eat or drink. Mm-hmm. Um, he is just not, not doing so hot. David's going to take him to the vet. Yeah. This stupid dog. I know. It's so sad. Yeah, it is. I don't like this plot. I'm just going to come right out and say it. I don't I don't well, enjoy it. it hit too, too home for me because I just recently I lost a dog to cancer. I know. And it was very similar. Yes. We're just like, all of a sudden, yeah. he wasn't eating. Yep. And then one day, he just like couldn't walk. Yeah. And my husband took him to the vet and they put him down that yeah. night. And it was super super awful yeah. so no watching I, this episode i was like this freaking dog i know i thought i thought of you while we were watching this i was like oh that's not that's <laughs> it did it did make soon. me emotional i'm sure it did it, it did make me emotional yeah so, anyway uh all right so now we go to a film room where lucinda's watching her film again <laughs> with brandon such a good film she feels betrayed because brandon told kelly yeah uh and yeah, she she just kind of wants to give up on asking Dylan. Yeah. She's like, this is, I've embarrassed myself True. once. Truth. Let's just drop yep. it. But Brandon is like, I want to see you outside of this room. Mm-hmm. So we need to, like, maybe if we all tag team him, we can yeah, convince boy. him. This is crazy. It's so such, a, such a weird turnaround with like Dylan's money because we were talking last week about the time when Dylan like snapped at Kelly for even mentioning it. And then we're still dealing with the fact that Brandon's all mad that Dylan swept in and like bought out Nat. So now he like is all on board with Dylan buying out Lucinda. I just don't, 
I don't yeah. really get it. I think it's strange. I do like when uh, Lucinda is like, well, who else? Who else knows? And he's like, just my sister. And <laughs> she's like, oh, great. So two of my students. Cool. Cool. <laughs> great. Yeah. There's a knock at the door and it is Josh Richland. Yeah. It's almost like they shouldn't be like doing stuff on campus. Yeah. Just. Just keep it just off thought. campus, just I would thought. say. Yeah. But he wants to interview her about Brandon, and she says, okay, let's meet tomorrow. And he's like, oh, okay, that was easy, and yeah. he leaves. And Brandon's like, I don't want to keep doing this. And she's like, fine, let's, let's do the dinner. She gives in. Yeah, she does. Back on campus, Kelly is talking about she's never thrown a dinner. She is talking with Lucinda, and she's apparently never thrown a dinner party. That kind of seemed weird to me. I know. I Kelly's was never to... thrown a dinner party? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she's attended dinner parties, but to, like, to bend the, bend the one to do it is strange. I was a little surprised at this point, and I, I don't think it, it speaks well of Lucinda, but I was a little surprised that she's not like, look, things got a little steamy with Dylan the other night, so just a heads up for Brandon. Like, I... I feel like this is a point maybe to do that. They really paint her out to be in this episode to be just like this unfeeling. Yes. Does yeah. what she wants. Yeah. And that's okay. Kind yeah. of person. Yep. So, yeah. Because of Alaska, you know, yeah. just find some group of people who act in a certain <laughs> way somewhere and use that for justification for whatever yeah. bad thing you want to do. Yeah. Like, Oh really? Oh really? Then I guess penguins are evil too. <laughs> like okay uh, um she's she mentions to kelly i don't know what you did with brandon over that weekend but he came <laughs> uh, back a new man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh brenda and donna are handing out pamphlets about the rally and yeah. animal rights david walks up and says that the dog is okay but after Andrea and Donna walk away, he tells Brenda that Rocky has cancer. What the heck? What is this? Is this like 1951? Why is he? <laughs> what? Why? Just. I think he just. I, I understand not wanting to tell her just in the middle of the campus in the middle of the day. No, I, I mean, no, because now she's like, oh, good. OK, yeah. so woo, that's a that's a load off, you know, because you're <laughs> just going to have to drop that later, yeah. you know? I don't, I don't like it. You could have said, yeah. let's talk about it at home or like, he does have some issues. We could, let's, I don't know. Also, I mean, they've had the dog for two days, so I feel like maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's okay. But you know. Did you notice the way it rolls over to get its belly scratched is exactly like your dog? Arbuckle. Yes. That's what I'm telling you. Everything about this dog reminds <laughs> me of Arbuckle. Yeah. Yeah. It does. Um, so Andrea is, you know, she's not into this rally. Mm-mm. She is on the side of the scientists yeah and she takes brenda and donna to the lab so they can see exactly what's happening to the animals and she says that they are testing uh to find a cure for sudden infant death syndrome yeah uh and that the animals aren't being harmed or she what she says is that the lead doctor is doing everything possible to minimize suffering yeah of the animals It's a a sticky issue that, as with all sticky issues that they get into, they don't really do it justice. They don't, yeah, yeah. They don't take a, I don't know. Yeah. We'll we'll get there. I think that they don't take a stand and they also don't really express either point of view particularly well. So it's like, why are we doing this then? But okay. Yeah. So Andrea's thing is like, what we learn here could save my baby's life one day. Right. Yeah. Um, so she I mean, thinks... SIDS is terrifying. You know, when yeah. when my son oh my was goodness. was an infant, like every time it was like he, I was like, oh, he's sleeping late, awesome. And then I was like, <gasps> you know, it's true. Yeah. I mean, but that's that's me. That speaks to my mental issues. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I think every I think yeah. every parent probably yeah. deals with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Kendra. A million times. Mm-hmm. So, so Brenda's point in the thing is that this lab is the exception to the rule as oh, far it's as a like good being, lab yeah cool it's a good lab it's a good one They're minimizing suffering at dylan's house kelly has set up the table it looks all nice they've got candles she's got this flower centerpiece and dylan's like there's four settings and she's like yes i invited her boyfriend mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like who is this idiot <laughs> 
And she's like, well, it's Brandon. Yeah. Yeah. He <laughs> loved it. I loved it. Cause yeah, he's, he's like, I mean, already like it's been, she's been divorced for like five seconds. This guy must be a real piece of work. When Kelly drops it, it's Brandon. Dylan almost looks directly into the camera and he's like, what? Oh, in a very like Jim Halpert so kind of funny. way. It's such a funny response though. Cause you just see him being like, this is not going to be a pleasant night. <laughs> And uh, pretty much at that moment, the doorbell rings and he kind of like <laughs> shuffles over yep. to the door and takes a big breath before yep. he opens it. And there's tension immediately between Dylan and Brandon as mm -hmm. there has been for whatever reason for the past like five episodes. It's lazy and it really bothers me because it, it's not, it wouldn't be that hard to get to a point of tension between these two characters. I don't like when they skip steps. Yeah. Back at Kelly, Donna, David's Rocky won't take medicine now. And this is when Brenda is finally like, David, you have to tell her. Yeah. And he finally tells her that Rocky has cancer and that the vet thinks it's time to put him to sleep. Yeah. Not, Donna is very adamant that sh you should not do that. Sometimes that she should not do that. Donna hasn't been written well in a long time, but sometimes she really comes across as like a a stupid person you know yeah. like at least like i maybe generously because you could she say, loves the dog why would she she wouldn't want it to suffer right right she just so. comes across as either stupid or childlike you know yeah and it's yeah. i don't i was just irritated with her this whole time yeah so they're not going to do anything they're just going to keep giving it medicine and see what happens okay at dylan's they're now eating dessert creme brulee i think it is that love creme brulee that Kelly purchased. Yeah, Lucinda's like, did you make it yourself? And Kelly's like, I bought it myself. <laughs> Brandon makes a comment about letting Kelly have input on the Peach Pit menu. Mm. And so they start trying to talk about the film and Dylan just like shuts down <laughs> every he does. comment. He's like, yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Sounds I know. great. Looks, sounds like you need a woman producer. Yeah, well, Kelly says it has a built-in audience because every woman's going to want to watch it. Kendra, as a woman, did you want to watch that footage? I don't even fully understand <laughs> what it's about, but no. Okay. No. All right. All right. And Dylan's like, yeah, so it sounds like you need like a, did you know. Did she go to National Geographic or the History Channel? Was the History Channel sure. a thing? Don't think so. No, I don't right. think so. A&E probably was. They might have done something. I'm just saying. Anyway, I have trouble faulting Dylan because I think he's been very clear and was only doing this like as a favor to Kelly. And they're so aggressive. Like everyone they, is just. They are definitely the ones making it awkward. They are. Everybody's just like, you have money. She needs money. What's the problem? You know, <laughs> it's weird. Yeah. So Lucinda and Brandon get up and leave. Kelly walks them to the door and apologizes for dylan and lucinda's like don't be mad at him and brandon's like be furious yeah and then she she you know she's like why do you have to be so rude to them and they they argue about like oh i bet you want to be just like her when you grow up and finally dylan tells her that she came on to him mm -hmm. to which kelly is like you're crazy yeah that yeah, she, never happened. He, so I guess like, she doesn't believe him. Uh, I don't know. I mean, she clearly does later. But she says, uh, you really think she wants your money that bad? And he's like, well, at first I did. But then I think it's just I was the closest warm body, which is quite a yeah. burn. Yeah. So Kelly storms out and Dylan's like, how nice was I supposed to be? Did you want me to sleep with her? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Dylan. Poor Dylan. He, I mean, he really didn't do I mean, they did kiss. He didn't pull away fast enough no, for me. No, agreed. But yeah. he did leave the situation. Yeah, he did. So He did. At the Walsh house, Brenda is on the phone with Donna, who's telling her that Rocky ate and slept. So he seems to be doing better today. Okay. And they're going to meet up at the rally. Donna hopes that Andrea understands because there's been some tension there. Mm-hmm. Brenda then talks with Brandon and is like, did your double date get a little confusing? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she wants Brandon to come to the rally. Yes, as right. Well. I right. think that's about it for right. that scene. In Lucinda's class, <laughs> Kelly is, uh, she's on the warpath. She's like, I thought we were talking about fidelity today. And then Lucinda starts going on about the Eskimos yeah. and how 
when the men go away, the women they hope they hope other other guys come and and keep their ladies warm. Yeah, is pretty much they, what she's saying. Sh- yeah, they share lovers. They do. It's such it it's bonding. That what we all should do. It's a bonding experience. They're so close. <laughs> yeah, and um, Kelly's response is, "Well, we aren't Eskimos, mm-hmm. so." And then she starts going on about monogamy isn't natural, and that relationships are better if people are honest about their sex sexual impulses mm-hmm. and they're just kind of like it's funny that they're just like having this stare down and oh, yeah. it's just kind of to the side like <laughs> yeah. what's yeah what's going on here yeah it is it's like there's no real pretense you know it's i mean i guess yeah. they i guess technically there is but it's very clear that we're not talking about class anymore yeah at the rally oh so Brenda and Donna are not in class. Right. Uh, because they're at this rally. Yeah. Alan is there pepping everyone up with a speech. He's like, this is it. We did it. Um, and of course, they didn't do it, Mm-mm. as we all could have guessed. Someone comes out to tell them that the board voted to table the issue. Mm. So they're not saying no, but they're not saying yes. Yes. And they start a fun chant, Animal Rights Now. Mm-hmm. Reminded me of Donna Martin. Graduates. Donna Martin graduate. Yeah. Animal rights now. One of the trustees comes out of the building and they kind of like surround him mm-hmm. and kind of shove mm-hmm. him. And Alan's yelling for them to be peaceful. Yeah. And right. This is an anti-violence protest. Okay. Now we go to the Peach Pit. And Here they're we talking are. About, they're talking about baby names. Yeah. This is the only time we see Jesse. Yes. He people. wants to name the baby Emmanuel. Yeah. And she suggests margarita i think you know i knew a margarita did you actually i Mm -hmm. did yeah was she real salty (laughs) no okay (laughs) um but i like the name emmanuel and he says it's because of like her jewish faith but also his cousin yes something it's like a combination yeah so i have a little boy named emmanuel um he's one of my students at school that's cute so i like that i like that name yeah um okay so then kelly shows up to talk to brandon and they like walk away from the gang and steve wonders aloud to andrea and jesse like what's what's going on with them and andrea kind of tells them about what happened in Mm -hmm. class earlier yeah andrea's like well i didn't think anything was but after that conversation now i don't know (laughs) kelly basically tells brandon what dylan said about lucinda and then they kind of come to the conclusion that she's gonna have to tell dylan what happened between her and Brandon. Right. So now Brandon's aware of the, of the Dylan Lucinda stuff. And she's saying, if I'm going to have an honest relationship, we have to come clean about this. Here's my, here's my ethical question for you. Should they tell Dylan? Because I kind of feel like, no, I don't know. You don't know. I guess, I guess me, it would, it would eat me up until I told. Well, right. But that's just the thing. Like it's sort of like if, if it's a one and done situation that they stopped before it got more than just like a little kiss, isn't it only just hurting Dylan to drag all that out there? Is it, is it more just to sue their own guilt? I guess I just wasn't sure if like that was information that really needed to be dropped into this. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. I'd probably say yes. Okay. I'm a rule follower, I guess, so what can I say? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> All right, at Kelly, Donna, David's, Rocky is is really, really not, not doing well. Cut my eyes, Mick, um, I can't see. Sorry, that's, <laughs> a, different, that's a different Brenda Rocky. Brenda kind of takes Donna, yeah, different Rocky. Brenda kind of takes Donna aside and is like, I think maybe we should just let him go. Like, he's obviously suffering. But as they're having that conversation, David goes to the dog and is like, he's not breathing Mm. the dog just passed away right there yeah and donna is very distraught obviously Mm -hmm. crying to brenda that they killed him they killed him yeah brenda's like they're not gonna get away with this here's the thing though did they give him cancer yeah i mean i would say no (laughs) would be my guess i don't so did they kill him i don't know I mean, can- it, cancer. It's not just like heart failure or something like that. Cancer yeah, seems more. It wasn't more... like it didn't seem like complications due to the testing. No, it didn't really. But I, I guess it could have been. I don't really know what they were doing, but that seems pretty. I don't know. Yeah. All right. 
at Lucinda's, Brandon shows up to talk to her about what went on between her and Dylan. And she just, she's very nonchalant about it. She's like, we flirted a little bit, but he took it the wrong way. And Mm -hmm. I think I offended him and, you know, kind of throws it back at him. How are you and Kelly any different? Mm -hmm. And says that, you know, what happened between her and Dylan doesn't change how she feels about Brandon. Right. Tries to put some sexy strawberries in his face. Sure. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, Brandon's not having it. Mm-mm. Access denied. He's out. Any, anything you wanted to say about that scene? I think you said it all with sexy all strawberries. Right. <laughs> Back at Kelly, Donna, David's Kelly and Donna are talking about the dog now and how they want to have like a memorial. That's a lot. The dog they're, trying, how... they're looking at like burial options and everything. It's just like, again, yeah. you had this dog for two days and he came from like a testing lab. It's just... Yeah. Okay. Still hard. Yeah. Still hard. But yeah. no, yeah. no, I agree. I agree that it's hard. It's just they sort of treat it like this was Donna's beloved childhood pet. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kelly tells Donna that she just came from talking to Dylan about Brandon, so we didn't get to see that no uh, exchange. We just know that it happened. But I. She doesn't say they're broken up or anything. Yeah. She doesn't really say how they are, just that it was hard. It's interesting, in back going back to the Peach Pit scene a few scenes back, because Brandon is really insistent that he wants to be the one to tell Dylan. Yeah. And Kelly's like, no, I think I should. And Brandon's like, right, but what if I did, you know? <laughs> and then, yeah, we don't see the scene at all. I do think Kelly probably should be the one to tell him. Yeah, I think Don't so you too. think, out of the two? Yeah, I think so. I, so... Felt, I felt a little cheated at that scene. I did, too. I yeah, I think that's a big bit. enough that we need to see that. A little bit, yeah. Well, we get to see the the fallout here because at the Walsh house, <laughs> Steve and Brandon are helping Cindy un- unload oh, the this. groceries. I love this. And scene. Dylan like yeah. into the driveway yeah. uh, to have a talk with Brandon. And Steve through this whole scene Hilarious. just really made me laugh. Hilarious. He is just like loving every second yep. of this drama. First, yep. he's gonna leave. Brandon like sends him inside. But then he comes back. Well, they come up and uh, and Brandon's like, yeah, I was thinking we need to have a little like a bro conference or whatever. And Dylan's like, let's do it right here, right now. And Steve comes up and is like, hold on. He comes up and is like, what's up, ladies? <laughs> really funny. So funny. So everything that is said, he's just like, you did this. Yeah, you made a pass Whoa, at Kelly. Whoa. <laughs> so funny. And he's just like, smile. Yeah. Oh, giddy through the yeah. whole thing so it kind of comes to brandon's like you want to hit me go ahead hit me and dylan takes a swing and brandon moves out of the way and hits steve in the nose yeah dylan like roundhouse punches he like captain kirk punches steve right in the face and steve yep. is down it's yep. so funny and then yep. steve's like ah! <laughs> like he falls down yeah oh it's like so he's dying yeah so then they're like all sitting on the grass and yeah. it's I don't know. It's a weird resolution it to is. this feud that's been going on between Brandon yeah. and Dylan. Yeah. For like how many episodes now? I'm a, quite a while. Yeah. I guess the punch has been thrown and that's it. Do but you I think love... this is it? Like all is forgiven right here? I mean, it kind of seems episode? like we're, we're this scene? is like a bygone situation. Yes, I do think so. Love it. Cindy comes out and is like, I made brownies and ice cream for you and your friends. Yeah. Really <laughs> and they're like, ice cream? Let's oh, boy. go. <laughs> Yeah, and then they it go. It was very goofy. They goofy go, music. and Steve is still on the ground, and he's like, "Hey guys!" And they're like, "Whoa, we forgot Steve." It's, uh, <laughs> I don't know what's happening. We're like in a Nickelodeon show, briefly. Yeah, it was. It was a weird, weird resolution. Yes, to the it whole was. Thing. But I liked it. I remember I this. Liked this it, was one but... of those scenes that I was like, "Oh right, this scene, I love it." Okay, so we're at someone's apartment with the animal rights people, and Janet is upset. She's like, whoever they're meeting with, she's like, they're terrorists. I'm not going to be a part of this. And she leaves. Yep. So there, Alan comes over, they're meeting, and he's like, oh, I guess we have no choice but to do something, whatever we're talking about. And as they're talking, Brenda arrives and is like, Rocky died. We need to take action. We need to do something. Yeah. And they're like, hey, we're going to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name. But he's like, we don't know this. We don't know this girl. 
and he like pats her down mm-hmm. and is like if you're this is where he says if you're fbi you have to tell us mm. if you're in law enforcement you have to tell us and she's like no <laughs> <laughs> not so they agree to let brenda be the lookout mm-hmm. for whatever hey she's acting again great yeah. yeah she's gonna be like hello i am a student yep at dylan's i guess they're all good too kelly's giving him a back massage seem to be fine Um, she's saying she's really flattered that dylan and brandon fought over her kisses Mm -hmm. all is forgiven oh you know what one thing from the steve dylan uh, brandon scene that we didn't really get into was steve kind of puts together he's like you were seeing lucinda and brandon's like well i was but no more that's all over now he seems pretty certain that things between him and lucinda are done so we'll see how that goes but he has made that declaration anyway yep okay last scene here is they go to the lab on campus Mm -hmm. brenda's gonna be the lookout and as they're going in the lab brenda's like wait a minute what are you doing and i'm like you didn't ask what you were gonna be the lookout for i think (laughs) before you got all the way here to the lab i think what the issue is is they go right for andrea's lab and she was under the impression that they were going to like the dog lab And so she's like, no, this one's different. Go to another lab. And they're like, well, we're going to, but this is sort of like the bottleneck to all the other labs. I think that's what she's reacting to. She didn't want to do anything with Andrea's lab. So that's kind of a, for her, she didn't know that was coming. So what they're doing is they're just trashing the place. They're letting the animals out. How can that be good for the animals? That's what I was thinking. I was like, what's your plan to just like (laughs) release a bunch of like sickly cats onto a college campus? Great. Great. What a great life. But you just the, hit him over the head the with cats. frying pans. It'll be quicker. <laughs> uh, okay, so as Brenda is being the lookout, suddenly the FBI comes around the corner mm-hmm. and she just like kind of stands there. She like backs against the door. Yeah. And she is just automatically arrested. Forgets. She forgets all her dialogue. She was supposed to be a student who was working in the lab, but she just, yeah. she folds. She folds like a card table. Yep. And she gets read her rights, and she is arrested. Okay. And then we get this little tag at the end. Yes, I wondered if you had that in yours. Uh, yeah. So apparently we were wrong when I well, said that a couple episodes ago was the 100th episode, because we got a message at the end from Tori Spelling and Rocky, a.k.a. Pound Cake. Yeah, Pound Cake. Name, yeah she's like, dog. Pound Cake and I are both alive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, saying that this was the 100th episode. And I, I did, I looked that up. Well, I looked it up last time. And like, technically, both are kind of true. Because we we had two episodes in the series so far. The pilot and the extended Christmas episode that were shown on one night, but were double length. And I think mm-hmm. from a production standpoint, they still consider those each two episodes instead of one. But from like a syndication point, they're looked at as the other way. So it just kind of depends how you count it. So you weren't wrong before. It's just... okay. If if you're breaking up those into doubles, this makes it the hundredth episode. Either one, neither is a nostalgic thing. It's yeah. just kind of like here's the episode we were already gonna do. You yeah. Know? <laughs> and also, I realized that my numbering of our podcast episodes is off because we used to do like two episodes. I know. Together. Yeah. So that's why. Those um, were. I was like, why haven't we hit a hundred episodes yet? Yeah. That's why. Yep. Yep. Those were right. those were heavy. Those were long episodes. They were those double headers. We, I, I don't know how either. we did that. No, simpler time. Simpler time, Kendra. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the episode. Okay, well, Kendra, what's your nine hundred two one zero snap for this episode? I'd probably give it to the dog. The dog. Dang. Okay. For yeah. me, it was the it was the class scene with Kelly and Lucinda. She's like, "What about that's fidelity?" You know, yeah. and she was like, "Well, what about the Eskimos? They were all sluts." You know, <laughs> <laughs> like that that whole scene where Andrea's is like, "What?" yeah to me yeah very fun very fun does the episode hold up i don't know they're i don't know i don't understand this whole animal rights no they're doing i like the goofy stuff that they do but Mm -hmm. i i found this resolution to be a little unsatisfying it felt like we were building yeah to something way bigger between brandon and dylan for them to just like accidentally punch steve and then like yeah. laugh about it and go eat ice cream and brownies i'm not playing coy i genuinely don't remember if there is like a big explosion that's still coming still I, coming okay i don't know i mean i really i really don't remember but i know what you mean because it was like 
the tension between Dylan and Brandon was manufactured. And then it kind of felt like it resolved. And then it was back again. And we added the Kelly layer. So fine. But then it was like, you know, we had a, we had a goofy scene with Steve and we're done with it. So. And it seems like this whole thing with Kelly and Brandon has been leading to something, but she told Dylan that she and Brandon kissed and they all seem to be fine. Right. Like she and she and Dylan seem to be fine. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I guess we'll I guess we'll have to see. I don't think that it's an episode that's like skippable. I mean, I think the stuff with I think the stuff with this quartet of Dylan, Kelly, Lucinda, Brandon, I think whatever whatever stage of this we're in, I think all the development in there is important going forward, but I don't care at all about the animal rights plot line. I just don't think it's it's not well thought out enough to be saying anything and it just sort of feels like okay, here's some things that they have to do. I miss Steve. I mean, I really do. Yeah, Steve there hasn't been anything for Steve. There hasn't been anything for David either since his. Uh, yeah, know, I mean, I would kind of argue that the Andrea is is a little. I mean, she had she just got married, but like even that was sort of a one and yeah, done. We're like back in to one very episode. uneven. Yeah, uneven spacing of everyone's. We are. I, don't... I thought at the end Tori Spelling was going to be like. Something about animal testing I or too. animal cruelty. It really seemed or... like, you know, we joked a lot about animal cruelty today, but, <laughs> you know, boots aren't made of broccoli. But no, it was just, you know, she and Pound Cake are having the time of their lives. So <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. know. Not a good episode. How about that? Yeah. I would rate this on the low end of episodes it was, yeah. uh, it was for all right. this season. But it was all right. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're going to go to the next episode. That's what I, you're I guess do. you are. I guess you are. Uh, Kendra, here's here's where else you can find me. Are you ready for it? I'm ready. Well, outside of the Radio Meanwhile Network, I'm the host of How's Things, the official podcast and radio show of the David A. Howe Public Library. You can find it at soundcloud.com slash all the books or anywhere you get your podcasts. We just recorded a poetry episode because April is poetry month and that's when we're recording right now. But... I want to mention that How's Things had a little crossover with fellow Radio Meanwhile show previously on X-Men, where we did a two-part interview with best-selling author Alex Irvine. So over on How's Things, it was all about his non-Marvel stuff, and in the previously on X-Men, uh, was all uh, Days of Future Past heavy and all his Marvel work heavy. So cool, cool little two-part there. Synergy, Kendra, is what that's yeah. called. Yeah, Synergy. What about you? Good. I am Miss Musicbox 91 online. I have a website, MissMusicbox.com, and I'm the host of, well, co-host of 90s Music Got Me Like, mm. a podcast I do with my husband, Eric, right. where each week we talk about a different founder. A different 90s song. This yeah. week, yeah. or most recently, we talked Low by Cracker. Huh. No. And I think we had a poll up, or the poll is closing it'll definitely be closed by the time we air this episode but if you ever want to vote in a poll uh head on over to our twitter what is it your twitter it is at 90s music got me cool all right yep. well you can do any and all of those things and you can join us again right here next week as we continue our 90210 discussion with season four episode 24 cuffs and links i guess we'll see i guess so <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for you to say it <laughs> That's it, here we go.